Hey friends, you're listening to the Difference Makers Podcast, and I'm your host, Jamie Mullins. On each monthly episode, we'll have a guest that will give us a peek into what it looks like for them to be a difference maker, a leader in the places God has given them influence. My hope is that it leaves you encouraged to use your gifts, passions, and story to make a difference right where you are. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Difference Makers podcast. I'm so excited that today I have my friend Prissy Chambers with us. Prissy is and her husband Jack are members of Cross Timbers and have made a big impact on my life personally, and I'm excited for you to get to hear a little bit of Prissy's story and the way that she's using her gifts and passions and her story to make a difference in the lives of, of wounded warriors. So welcome, Prissy. Thank you. So excited to have you with us today. Great to be here. Prissy is involved with an organization called, can you tell us the name of? Yes, it's Show of Support, Hunt for Heroes. Show of Support, Hunt for Heroes. And so they are looking for wounded warriors for for the different branches in the military, soldiers in different branches of the military who have been wounded, and their spouses that get to come. They're invited to this retreat every weekend. So tell us all about how you even found out about this and what caused you to want to get involved. Well, uh, at the time I was working with uh, Booster Club at Midland Christian, Mm -hmm. and we ordered t-shirts from a lady named Paula, and she was in charge of the women's program. Mm -hmm. And she kept asking, would you, would you come do this? Would you come do this? And I'm like, I don't, I'm busy. (laughs) You know, I don't know. But she kept asking. So I did it. I told her I would do it. She asked me to be in charge of the hospitality room. Mm, Okay, so you said yes after a little while of asking. And then how did you see that God took just an invitation, someone asking you to be part of it? How how did you see that play out for you getting to use your gifts and passions? Well, I love people. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I don't know if I even knew it at the time, but I feel like I'm gifted in talking to people. Mm -hmm. I can make friends anywhere, my mom says. (laughs) And my dad said, my dad had that gift. So I guess I got it from him. Mm -hmm. But um, just in being able to talk to people, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're all coming from all over the country and they don't know anybody in this town. And just to have a friendly face, we have a hotel room with a central area where they can come and hang out and uh-huh. talk and eat. So your gift of hospitality is the is kind of what we call Cross Timbers Welcome Home, like being helping people yes. feel safe and welcomed and yes. at home and seen and loved. Yes. So over the years, saying yes to doing hospitality, how have you seen what you're doing serving with Hope for Hunt for Heroes? How are you seeing that make a difference in people's lives? You know, um, Every year, it seems like every year there's more. After it's over, you get a letter or Terry and Paula, Mm -hmm. the people in charge of it, get letters that they share with us that their marriage was not going to survive or they were thinking of suicide. They, you know, they lose. If you can't believe how many of them lose so many friends once they get back Mm. and just knowing, even if it just saved one mm. um, or one marriage, but I know it's saved more than that because they write and tell us it does. And then we stay in touch. We have our own little Facebook page group. Oh. So when they need something or something happens, so it, it doesn't just end there. It continues also. That's so cool. I think sometimes we feel like, at least for me personally, if, if I have a gift of hospitality or for me, one of my gifts I feel like God's given me is encouragement that I, I think 
that couldn't possibly ma- make that big of a difference. So right. we decide, oh, well, it's not that big of a deal. So I'm not going to do anything. But then to get stories that my marriage was saved, like what did that, right. how did that transform the way that you looked at your gift of hospitality? Well, just like you said, whoever thought that the gift of hospitality could, that God would use it to save marriages or save mm-hmm. lives. So and good. and not just me, but everybody, because it's a large group of people doing that also. So I just, it's incredible how God use, has used it. So and good. I've been doing it 10 years. Wow. So um, it's, it's grown and you grow into it more. Mm. Okay. So there was, I know we've talked outside of this conversation that there was a point when you felt like, okay, my season might be ending Right. I've, I've done this, I've served with families, and you've loved every bit of it, but you thought that there might be a time that your season was coming to an end, but then something happened and you decided, no, I'm, I'm going to continue on this. Can you share a little bit about yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, one year, we always had a parade, and, and we pulled them on trailers with trucks, and we were going to the horseshoe where we have the banquet, and a train hit the trailer, mm-hmm. and... um it killed four of them. And, um, you know, you don't know that you can get that close to four men in 20, in less than 24 hours. That's how long we've known them. But the, just the time you spent and you learn about them. And I really did think I was going to quit after that year because it's so close to, it's the week before Thanksgiving and mm. it's hard. But then after that happened, um, I knew I couldn't end on that. Right. And, um, so I came back the next year, and we brought that same group back the next wow. year. And it was really healing uh, for all of us. Yeah. Um, and, and it just it did something to me that I'm not, I'm not ready. I don't want to give it up. Mm. I'm, I've got to keep doing it as long as they'll let me. Oh, I love <laughs> that. Okay, so I know that there are a lot of things about the Hunt for Heroes weekend that are there. You, they, you don't share because you want it to be this really cool experience. But what is something that you look forward to every year with the families? One one of my favorites, so I'll share a little, mm-hmm. is the morning the guys leave to go hunt, the girls go back to their room, and we've put a flower and a love letter from their husband. Aww. And later, the last night, usually on Saturday night, they share the ones who want to their love letters. And, Aww. you know... I mean, you think, how long has it been since your husband wrote you a love letter? I mean, I'm not (laughs) saying they should. I'm just saying they've been through a lot, and those women are so strong, and they depend on them. Mm. But Because most of them have PTSD and traumatic brain injuries on top of other physical injuries, and they couldn't have made it without their wives. And it's an opportunity for them to maybe say to them, thank you in a way they've never done before and express their love for them those girls are touched that's amazing really touched that's one of my favorite things so we talk about the the, you are using your gifts and your passions and you're getting to see the fruit of that that God gives you the opportunity to see through marriages being changed and and men sharing that their lives were were saved because of just this one event um what would what would it look like if you had not said yes to that opportunity when the late when your friend just invited you and invited you I don't know. Maybe somebody else would have done it. Yeah. But, but you, you know, you, I started doing it because 
I don't have military directly in my family. Right. And I knew that they were dealing with a lot of anger against them with stuff. Yeah. So um, I wanted to just do something to give back to them and love on them. Mm. And so really, it's another one of those things you get more, you Mm. think you're doing it for them. And it's special to them. It's beyond special, but you grow and God blesses you so much more. That's so great. So after saying yes to that, do you feel like that started this ripple effect of you saying yes to more opportunities for God to use your gifts and passions? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Oh, yes. I think the first yes is probably the hardest yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because now you're also part of organizing a race for kick. Kenya, Widows and Orphans. Yes. Yes, yes. So and I love that. What does that look like? <sighs> that, we have a 5 and 10K every year. Mm-hmm. I think we've had it nine years, maybe. We raised 70000 um wow. to pay for the education for our orphans in Kenya. Goodness gracious. We feed and house over 2,500. We have widows who take care of them. We partner with churches over there that are already doing the work. We, we don't run it, but we partner with them. And again, we also have a school for the kids when they finish secondary school to go for training for a year so that they can take the test, the Kenyan test, to be uh, able to get a job in electronics, uh, computers, sewing, hospitality, mm. uh, hair, nails, all that kind of stuff, all kinds of welding Wow. Building. And I'm telling you, those kids are coming back now and helping with their brothers and sisters at the orphans they want to get back. It's awesome. So, like, think back to your <laughs> to your childhood, maybe even your teenage years. Like, when you were, you had big dreams. I'm, you know, we all have dreams for our life. Did you ever dream that you'd be part of helping orphans in oh, Kenya no. or a part of helping wounded warriors save their marriages? Never. Right? Never. I just wanted to be a mom. Oh, <laughs> and you're an amazing mom. And, but yes, no, never, never. But you know, my mom and dad raised us to be pretty adventurous, mm-hmm. I guess. And I think it kind of goes along with that adventurous spirit to step out and take that chance. Yes. Okay, so there are people listening today who feel called. Maybe somebody's asked them, just like your friend was asking you, hey, would you be part of this? Would you be part of this? Or they, they have heard clearly, like, the Lord's got something that he wants for them to do. Um, but there's things that keep us from stepping out. Say, yes, either my gift really isn't going to make that big of a difference or that there's fear that gets in the way. So what would you say to people listening today who haven't taken that step to say yes to encourage them to step over the line? I mean, I probably didn't listen when I was younger because I felt like my to-do list was more important at the mm-hmm. time. So I, the, I guess that's a regret. I wish that the to-do list, not that it didn't need to be done, but I would just say pray about it, and, and God will prompt you. Mm-hmm. But we can ignore him. So I'm just going to say don't ignore him. Mm, that's Talk so to a friend. Good. Oh, yeah. Talk to a friend because I had a friend that we did it together, and it's easier to do it with someone than on your own. That's so good. So now you and your husband moved from Midland to the, the Argyle area. Yes. And so you're living here now. And so you're still connected to the organizations that you've been serving yes. with. But how do you see what you've learned, whether it was through Hunt for Heroes or helping organize the race? How are you seeing that impact your life here now to look? Are you looking for opportunities? Oh, now? yes. 
Oh, yes. I'm looking for opportunities. <laughs> and I feel like there are. Yeah. Um, I moved here working. Mm. So I think once that settles down, I'm trying to be patient. Yes. I'm not a patient person. <laughs> and I'm like, God, I want it now. <laughs> but we'll see. I, th- I believe I'm praying for him to show it. That's so good because I also think there's people on the other side who have been, they feel like maybe their time has passed, that they were Uh, a difference maker, that they were making an influence and that maybe there's not really anything uh, for them in this season. So sometimes it's good just to sit in the waiting and just wait on God's timing and for him to show you what the next thing is for you to do. Yes. Any last words you would have for difference makers? Just take that one step. Like Toby said Sunday, take that one step towards God or towards whatever he's calling you to do. That's so good. Okay, so you heard it from Prissy today that that it can all start with just one step, just whether it's through an invitation from someone or hearing God's voice and him telling you what to do. It all starts with just taking one step and choosing to say yes to him. Y'all have a great week and we'll look forward to seeing you for our next episode of the Difference Makers podcast.